0: Welcome to the Successful Hairstylist Podcast, where you can find loyal, high-paying clients, raise your prices, and hit those 10k months in any economic climate. Let's get started. Today, we are going to be talking all about loyalty and building loyalty in 2024, which I'm really excited to talk about this. I mean, as usual, when am I not? But... I think we put a lot of focus on you know, social media, on marketing, on getting new clients, which has its place, right? But if we can't keep our clients, if we can't keep the new clients that we're bringing in, it is going to be so hard to actually get fully booked. Like I would say basically impossible. We are going to be like doggy paddling every single month, trying to make progress and starting from scratch over and over again. So today I wanna talk to you guys about loyalty and about a lot of the latest info and consumer behavior research that is out there so that we can successfully build loyalty and a loyal high-end clientele moving forward in 2024. So I'm going to be sharing five reasons that people stick with their hairstylists for 10 plus years. So a lot of times when we are thinking about building loyalty with our clients, what do we usually think about? We think number one, it's just about like nailing their hair, right? If their hair looks good at the end of the service, then they're gonna be loyal to us. Like that's all there is to it. And while of course that's important, I just want you guys to know that it's one part of like five different pieces. It's one piece. And I would even say it's not even the most important piece. Like it's good, but we need to make sure we have everything in order because I can bet you that you all know someone or have worked in a salon with someone who was a mediocre hairstylist, right? Like you would see their clients leaving and you'd be like, what's up with that haircut? Or, you know, like you would be like, I don't know about that. And they would have such loyal clients. That's because it's not always about having that perfect end result. It's about so many other factors. So if we're only focusing on that thing, on the end result, and we think that's like enough for us to keep all of our clients, then I think today is really going to be eye-opening for you Because we just have to do a better job. Like it's 2024. It's not like what it used to be in our industry. There is so much more awareness of all of the stylists in your area. There is so much more competition and it's really easy. It's a lot easier for stylists to see or for clients to see what is going on and what they could have. And so we need to be on top of our game okay so let's go ahead and dive in um okay so the first of five i'm going to say is consistency okay and this i mean obviously is not groundbreaking like consistency is so important in all of our relationships that we have right professional personal really important in marriages and like best friendships like Consistency is how we build trust with each other. Um, When people are unpredictable, that is when we're like on edge a little bit, like what's going to happen. I have no idea what it's going to be like when I go in. And like I said in the beginning, a lot of times we think about consistency just with their hair, right? Like, can I keep creating and recreating this look that my client wants? But we need to think more so we want to look for consistency and create consistency with our guests, with our mood, with our environment, right? Can we consistently create an environment that our clients like to be in? Consistency in our conversations? So how, you know, where are our conversations? Are we making our clients our therapists? Are we being therapists to our clients? Like what are we doing there and are we keeping it in a consistent level so they always know what to expect before they come in and then consistency with our energy and so what i really want to say when it comes to consistency is that as an optimistic person and maybe you guys are very optimistic like me as an optimistic person i always assume I am going to feel the same way, okay? I always assume that I am going to have energy, um, be in the zone, all of that stuff. And so I tend to create systems or practices for when I'm feeling my best, right? That's what we do as optimistic people. Even like, there won't be any traffic, it's okay if I leave at this time. Um, And then we're consistently late, not because we're meaning it to be, it's just we don't always account for all of the factors. So what happens is, if you're like that, we make systems for when we're gonna feel good. But what we need to do is we need to set our baseline experience with systems that will support us when we are low energy. And like, it's okay, we're all gonna have those outliers where like we are just on fire and it's amazing. And that can't be our expectation every visit, but we have to have some sort of standard that we are trying to stick to that is realistic when we are human beings and have things going on in our personal life, have phases where, you know, maybe our health isn't the best, All of that kind of stuff so as you are thinking about you know your mood the energy you want to bring the environment that you want to create and all of that I want you guys to think about not aiming for like the stars but setting up some systems that you know you can be consistent with even when you're not feeling your best right even when you're exhausted or your cat kept you up all night or whatever okay but consistency is huge. And I think that if we can try to write down, what do I want this to look like? It's going to help you so much. Again, on the days that you're really in the zone, you don't need that. But on the days where you're struggling, having that list of like, okay, this is how I can show up today. I think it's gonna help so much. Okay, so number one was consistency. Number two, new ideas slash variety okay so five reasons clients stay with their hairstylist for 10 plus years new ideas slash variety um i know some of you might feel annoyed at this or might be rolling your eyes but here's the thing um trends really just get renamed right we know that and i'm in all the stylist groups i know that that's so annoying to many of you it's like uh the butterfly cut is the wolf cut with different styling is the farrah fawcett hair from the 70s like what are we doing here but when we are using new language when we are communicating in these different ways we're communicating something bigger, right? It's not about the butterfly cut. It's about showing that you are on the pulse. And then more than that, it's about showing your clients that like you're still thinking about them. Like there's a thing when you've seen clients for three plus years where it's kind of just like, yeah, we'll do the same mold, right? It looks good on them. They tend to be happy. We like lose our... Desire to be risky, right? Or to take chances, or to switch things up. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And the client does too. They're just gonna go with what's kind of like easy, convenient, whatever. But if we can consistently come to the table with new ideas, even if they're saying no to all of them, it is really going to help that relationship because one of the main reasons that our good, loyal, high-paying clients leave us is because they wanna try something new. And it's like, hey, I can do something new on you. Like, let me do it. And we can get frustrated at that, but we haven't showed consistently that we have new ideas, that we're willing to step out of their current look And so they just might not believe that we have those skills, that we're interested in doing that. And so they get kind of like that grass is greener mindset and end up leaving us sometimes without even telling us what's going on. So I know a lot of you are probably like, but Ren, how do I come up with that many ideas? Like, I don't even have that many ideas or, you know, sometimes I'm just really busy. I don't have, you know, I'm not like, brainstorming in the moment or they ask me for something new and my mind just like goes totally blank and i i hear you so what i would say is i think one of the best practices that you can do and you can do this quickly so i don't want you to think that i'm saying you know do an hour of homework a night before you go in that's not what i'm saying this can be fast but i want you to start looking at your next day ahead okay looking at the clients you've seen many times, and then doing a couple things, okay? So who is their celebrity doppelganger, right? Look them up and then see what looks have they tried or not tried. That'll give you some ideas. Then you can look at like the following categories. So we're gonna think about obviously color, so like overall color change placement placement is huge and changes with the trends but it's also like a really easy time efficient way to update their look so placement placement of highlights we can also think about just overall tone right when to go warmer when to go cooler when to add a little copper or cherry cola is really big right now um shape What is the overall shape of their haircut or style? Where is the weight sitting? Um, How can you change that? We also have just overall style. Have they been styling their hair the same way for 20 years? How can you add a little something different that makes them feel fresh? Um, Obviously length, so changing up the length, maybe just the length of the face framing layers, um, adding in different trends. So it's like, look, Contra or like, you know, lived in blonde is really in right now. Sharon, I know that you're usually getting it up to the root to blend in and camouflage your gray, but we could do this, whatever that is, right. Uh, you know, a little like smoky root or pulling things out. Like we could do that. It's going to be subtle, but it's going to really modernize your look. Now that sounds cool. That's a way to use a trend to start this conversation can also look at contrast. Your clients who get dimensional blondes amping up the contrast or recommending thicker <laughs> in between or something, right? It changes with the trends, but it's also just a way to add little changes and show your clients that you're still like paying attention to them. When it's a new client, we are like bubbling with ideas and we're like trying to figure this out. And then we want to make sure that over time we are not losing that spark for people so one of my favorite things to do is like when you come in the next day so let's say you wrote down a couple of ideas when you come in the next day it's like oh my gosh susan i was thinking about you last night i have some new ideas don't get scared i know you've had the same hair for 20 years like don't get worried but i have some new ideas i think you're gonna love them come on over and let's talk about it right So now Susan is feeling so special. She's like, wow, Ren thinks about me when I'm not here. Like she is getting ideas for me, like, wow. So even if she says no to everything and she is happy and wants to keep it the same, I have just brought so much more value in like a four minute conversation, okay? So that is new ideas slash variety. So let's go on to number three. Okay, so number three of why clients stick with hairstylists for 10 plus years is customization, all right? So how are we customizing and personalizing people's look to fit them? And really what I notice in this area is not that you guys aren't doing this because nine out of 10 of you are absolutely doing this. It's that you're forgetting to communicate all the ways that you're customizing, right? So often we are doing it in our head. When they're telling us, I want to do red, I want to do this length, we are in our head like, the meme with the woman with the math equations, right? Like we are seeing it. We are knowing I can't go too orange in her copper. I need to keep it here because it's not going to look good. Or if I do it, um, a, sh- a little bit darker, it's really going to make her eyes pop. Like we're doing all of that. Sometimes we're just forgetting to like <laughs> tell the client that we're doing that. And so they don't necessarily know. Um, one of the worst things you can do Is bring over like a swatch book and you know letting them see colors like that's totally fine but to say okay that is what i'm going to put on your hair is this right we want them to understand okay that is a target i'm gonna mix up some a few different things for you i'm gonna customize it like this i'll be right back because otherwise what do they think they think they chose the color they chose the formula and that's what they're walking out with you're missing that piece that I know you guys are already doing. So how do we customize things for our clients? And then how can we communicate it better or just remember to communicate some of it, right? So we customize things for lifestyle, right? If you want to be platinum blonde bleach touch up, but you don't want to come every three and a half, four weeks, tough luck. We got to figure out something else. And a more lived-in look, so that you can have your dream hair that fits your lifestyle, right? So we customize it to lifestyle. We customize it to their skin undertone. Do they look better with warm colors? Do they look better with cool colors? There are tons of videos on how to determine this really easily. The most simple way is just to look at their veins. Um, I have very very purple, dark blue veins, and so I am cool. I need cool tones and colors. Um, I need cool lipstick, clothes, makeup, hair, everything, or else it washes me out or I look completely sick unless I'm wearing a ton of makeup. So just speaking that to them and being like, yes, let's go red, but I'm going to keep you more on like the violet red side, a touch over on the violet side so that your skin glows, right? We're not necessarily going to say, warm cool blah 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 but it's like let me make your skin glow i'm customizing this for you so then we tailor things for a face shape right we have all experienced a wider face client get the straight across fringe and freak out or we've been the client like that's me like my widest point of my face is my cheekbones and i used to always have side swept bangs which only made my face look wider. So understanding where to place the layers, how to teach them how to style their hair. You know, for me, I make sure my first curl is falling more at my jawline because if my curls start too high, my face is like, looks so much wider and more accentuated than it needs to be. Hey, run here. Listen, if you are making less than $5,000 a month behind the chair, you need to take my luxury stylist audit in my free masterclass. I walk you through this audit where you can actually see which areas of your business need more attention to actually see progress. See the reason why a lot of us don't hit 5k, 8k, 10k months is because we are spending so much time focusing on areas of our business that frankly aren't doing anything for us, which then leads to burnout, frustration, you know the drill. So end it right now, jump into my free masterclass. The link is in the show notes. I'll see you in there. Now, people with a very lean face, that is going to help them look even better and feel even more confident. So we are doing these things in our head. We just need to communicate them. Okay, and then lastly is hair texture. So, hair texture really comes in of course with formulating, which isn't always the client's business, right? Where it's like, "Oh, because you have fine hair, I have to drop it a level because it's not going to look as dark." blah, well, like they don't need to know that. But where it matters is with home hair care and with styling. How many of your clients have used a thousand products and just think that they don't work for her they don't work for her because she's probably using the wrong products for her hair right so many women act like think they have straight hair and they actually have wavy hair and that's why they feel like it's frizzy all the time they can't figure it out well you're using fine hair volumizing products that are not going to help you. with any of that so it's like when we can communicate that i'm choosing this product for you and this is why nothing has worked for you before but this is different how much more powerful is that conversation they're getting something for them i'll tell you an influencer on instagram an amazon checkout cart a you know algorithm is not going to be able to customize something for them even if they think an online quiz is doing it it's not, they don't even know what their problems are. Right? So how can they even tell an algorithm what to tell them to use? So communication and communicating these things is huge and adds so much value. Like I said, in the last one, even if they say no, 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 <laughs> the, their perception of your relationship in this visit is so much better. Okay, so number four, this is one people don't talk about a lot, but I think it's important both for keeping your clients loyal and for attracting new clients. And number four is actually client switching costs. Okay, client switching costs. So this means how hard it is for them to like stop seeing you and go see someone else. So here's what I mean. When someone goes to a new hairstylist, here's some of what they have to start doing. They have to re-explain their whole hair history, right? They have to trust that someone new can learn their hair and color it how they want it to be colored. They're gonna be thinking about their formulas, right? Like, oh, but she does my formula perfect. I'm scared the other person won't be able to get the same formula. Um, they're worried the person won't cut it right or will cut too much. Like as a long-haired girly, I am terrified of somebody getting scissor happy on my hair, right? So that is a major client switching cost. If I found someone who cut my hair without cutting too much off, I would like die with them, <laughs> right? And then um, also if they're gonna get along with the new person, right? Our appointments aren't just an hour and a half anymore. Most of them are two, three hours or more. And having good chemistry with someone is a big deal. Um, Having good communication is a big deal. So these are the things that your client is thinking about when they're thinking about, is it worth it to leave Ren and go (laughs) see someone that I saw on Instagram? So what does this mean? this just means same as the customization we just need to make sure we are communicating oh well susan because of your hair history or remember last year when we tried that you actually didn't like it so if you want to try it again here's how we can make it different right you're reminding her i've been here with you this entire time like i know your hair right or um Just communicating, again, how you are tailoring it for them based on their history, their unique features, their hair. This is really going to help make it easy for them to say, it's not worth it. It is not worth it to go, let someone else try to do my hair. Uh, That is actually way more stressful than I need it to be. Now, when we think about client switching costs in terms of getting a new client, What we wanna think about is people are really nervous, right? Going to a new stylist. And so we always wanna make sure we have like videos of our space. So showing people literally what they're gonna be walking into, explaining what a visit with you is like, talking about client stories or how you connect with clients, how you customize all of that, because that is going to make someone else feel more at ease coming to see you. Um, also when you're sharing content like that on your page, your loyal clients are being reminded of all the good things that you do, right? Sometimes we think that sharing content is just for new people, but when we share content like that, it actually makes loyal clients feel more loyal to us because they're like, Oh no, Run's got it. She's different. She's got it. She's the one, she's the one for me. And like, that's it. Okay. So the last one, this is number five, why clients stay with their hairstylist for 10 plus years. And this one might ruffle a few feathers, but it is convenience. Okay, convenience. And this kind of goes along with a switching cost, right? But it's like, how convenient is it to stay your client? How easy are you making it to stay, (laughs) like for them to stay your client? We want to think about every aspect of our business in terms of convenience or the opposite. Like how much of a headache is this process? Um, What I keep getting kind of like negative feedback or comments about this part of the process, blah, blah, blah. A lot of times, okay, we are trying to make our business convenient for us, <laughs> okay? And I get it. I don't want you guys to have a business you hate, you dread, none of that. But a lot of times we are making it convenient for us instead of making it convenient for our client. Amazon and Apple and all of, and Target, these businesses did not become these like crazy <laughs> world-conquering businesses thinking about themselves. They became that way because they are obsessed with saying what would make it easier for someone to check out? What would make it easier for someone to buy more? What would make it easier for them to come back and stay a loyal client? Like they are obsessed with making it easy to stay. Um, we were just talking about, uh, I use iPhone, but I was just sharing with my family last week that I like some of the new Google phones. I think they look really cool. The camera seems awesome. And my brother was like, I could never switch from Apple because Apple is connected already to my headphones, to my, you know, iCloud storage, to my computer, to my um, speakers that are in his office, right? Because it's all connected, it would be really inconvenient for him to switch to a different brand. Like that's it, we wanna make sure it is so easy and smooth to the best that we can, right? Reasonably for people to stay with us where they're like, no, that would be way too hard. I've been here way too long, no way. So some of the areas where we can build more convenience or at least like audit, how convenient is this, is booking an appointment. And you guys, if you have room for four plus new clients a week, If you are making less than $5,000 a month in sales, you can be manually booking appointments. Okay, I know you guys don't want to hear that, but it's true. That personal touch is so good in the beginning. Don't make it convenient for you until you are fully booked and able to raise your prices and your clients are like creepily obsessed with you and won't leave you then you can make it convenient for you. If you're building and you're not making as much money as you want, make your booking process as personalized and convenient for new clients as possible. Okay, so booking an appointment. Changing an appointment, right? Is there awkward tension? Is it weird? Is the person scared of you? <laughs> okay, so, And I'm not necessarily talking about a cancellation or a no-show, but how convenient is that process? People are busy, things are coming up. And within reason, how easy and warm and kind and cool are we with people making those changes? Um, Parking is a huge one. I personally don't go anywhere that doesn't have good parking and a pretty clean bathroom. That's it. That's my only requirement for, you know, anywhere I go to hang out with friends, get coffee, anything. Um, Schedule. How convenient is your schedule for them? Checking out. I have seen so many times the checkout process is like nails on a chalkboard, right? We are waiting until the last minute to enter in all of their services and then give it to them. Like when the cake comes off of your client, they are ready to go. So as much as you can, if it's in the booking, if it's in their processing time, if it's in these little pockets of time and you can set it up in advance streamline that checkout process okay already have their products recommended and ready to go already have their appointment rebooked if they're sitting there and then it's like a hsn infomercial of do you want this do you want this do you want this they are going to be annoyed and say no 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 to everything just because they want to go like five minutes ago um, also making that next appointment. So again, rebooking. How convenient is it for them to make that next appointment with you? Are you taking care of it for them? Do they know what the timeline looks like? Again, are you waiting until checkout and they're like itching to leave? They're gonna say no. Um, and then taking home hair care. How convenient is that process? Are they really understanding what they need? Um, is it easy for them to understand like how it can be added to their order. Again, people are going to say no if it's right at checkout and you're like, by the way, here's all these products. Like that should already be done because they're just ready to go. So how convenient are we making it for people to not only make the right decisions for us, but also for them. I would change hairstylists if there was somewhere with better parking. and a cleaner environment, like these things really matter. And unfortunately it's stuff that we don't always think about. So let's say for example, you have a space where the parking is tricky. I would say a great way to make this a more convenient experience would be sending out parking directions, right? Just sending out parking directions of like, You can park here, here, or here, can't wait to see you. Um, Or you do have to do street parking, so leave a few minutes early or whatever, but just having that extra communication is huge and making them feel comfortable. No one likes the surprise of like, I can't park anywhere. I know I'm really like going and going with that, but you can tell that's like a big pet peeve for me. Okay, so let's recap this really quickly. Okay, so so the loyalty secrets of current consumer behavior for 2024 is going to be consistency, new ideas and variety, customization, client switching costs, and convenience. I am not saying every single visit something needs to be set up for this. I'm just saying if we can be aware as we're establishing our business practices as we're putting together the automated texts that go out the automated emails that go out how can we make sure that we're just touching base on these things and as you go through these like let's say you're a star podcast listener and after this you are going to sit down and look at these five areas in your business and kind of write out Where is, where am I really consistent? Where do I struggle with being consistent? Where am I, you know, really making sure I'm communicating that I'm customizing something and where am I not doing that? So if you sit down and do that, you'll be able to see, oh, I can do a one-time setup of this and that'll be done. A lot of these things can be done in the pre-appointment or in the after appointment. But the important thing is just that we are taking the time to be mindful of it and to post it um, and to actually follow through with it. And then the last thing I would say is that with all the amazing things that you do behind the chair, please talk about it online. Okay? Like if we could just be better at sharing all of the incredible things that we do for our clients that we're thinking about you know if instead of posting something that's like me up all night worrying about a no show and losing money and we could actually post me up all night brainstorming a new color for my client because i'm so excited that she wants to change it up what people will be running in you guys We just need to communicate that part, the effort, the intention, the care that we're putting into our clients because I know for a fact, you love them with your whole heart, even when they're annoying. (laughs) I know for a fact, you love them. I know for a fact, when you spin your client around and they look in the mirror, that you are just, it's like the most, the best endorphins and dopamine hit that could like ever happen like you love these women and so when you're like i don't know what to post think about talking about some of this stuff think about sharing all of the like things that you're doing on a regular basis that we keep in our head you don't want to be like undercover amazing (laughs) like talk about it this is a business we have to be willing to shout it from the rooftops because someone out there Someone out there is looking for you right now and you genuinely are like their answered prayer. They have been, you guys know it. You have clients that have told you like, before you, I didn't know what I was doing. Before you, I had the worst hair ever. Like, I'm so happy I found you. Like, someone out there is looking for you. We just have to make it easy for them to find us and then really easy for them to keep coming back to us. Okay. Okay. That is all for today. Thank you all so much for not only showing up and hanging with me live, but showing up for yourselves, taking some time for your business today. Don't forget the most important part of listening to these trainings is actually implementing what we talk about. So take some action today. Jump in my DMs. Let me know your thoughts um, over on Ren Lopa Official. And I will see you all online. Thank you.